Uh, what advice would I offer someone who's wanting to get into a career of art? If you can, don't. My name is Tony Sabota, and I'm an artist in Nashville, Tennessee. Advice on uh, starting a career in art, I, I would say, especially um, just advice to, to the young who are, who are wanting to start out in, in art. So you have everything going for you. You have the motivation, the, the passion. Um, you just don't have the experience necessarily. So I would recommend number one, just do something, focus on one thing. So if it's going to be portraits, if it's going to be caricatures, if you're going to focus on graphic design, I would say take four to five years and just uh, focus on that as a livelihood to sustain you. If you want to bag groceries, if you want, you know, if you, whatever it is that, that you need to sustain yourself, um, just pick that thing and say, okay, I'm going to focus on painting in my free time, whatever it is. And I would just say, just focus, uh, in, in the first part so that you at least have a skill, you at least have, um, you know, some sort of livelihood. And then beyond that, you can question, okay, well, what am I, what's the art that I'm really passionate about? What's, what's the art that I really want to do with, with all my, you know, all my head, heart, and hands. Uh, and then once you have that baseline um, livelihood established, it allows you to do that. So with me, I did, you know, caricatures and develop that into a career. That allowed me to study painting on my, on my own. And eventually the paintings started to take off. And now, you know, in the pandemic, that's painting has been my primary career this year primary livelihood. So, um, you know, it's important to, to, uh, diversify at some point and be able to pursue the things that you want to pursue. Why is caricature important to society? So if nothing else, the art of caricature helps us, I think, to, um, get a different perspective on ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously, right? We're a culture and a world that's just obsessed with ourselves. And so if we never get any input into that, you know, we just get more obsessed. So uh, I think caricature just provides that other perspective, an alternative perspective of, of yourself that uh, just helps you to laugh and not take yourself so seriously. I think that's the value it adds to society. How did you build a career as an artist? So I'm really slow. I uh, seem to develop really slowly in every everything I do because I'm pretty uh, somewhat indecisive. And so I started out as a caricaturist at a theme park and uh, then I finished grad school in counseling. I, uh, or I finished my undergrad in counseling. I spent a year overseas teaching English. Then I went to grad school in counseling dropped out of that to pursue art full-time. So I did murals and um, faux finishing. And then I worked at Starbucks and um, just, uh, I worked for a plaster company. I worked at a preschool for a, a little bit. So I did lots of different things to kind of like piece things together. But then I realized uh, if I could do 
caricatures at fairs and festivals, uh, I could make enough to where I could work half the year and I could spend the other half of the year developing as a painter. So that's what I did. I did uh, caricatures half the year and then painting the other half of the year. And uh, that, I really continue some form of that today. Uh, you know, before the pandemic, it was, you know, I would do a caricature festival one weekend and then spend the rest of the month on studio work and painting. And so that's allowed me to do, you know, now I do like book covers. I've started to do more speaking engagements. I've done, you know, I've, I've got a print release this year. Um, so, you know, I've done lots of different things, but it's mainly still that foundation of, I still have retail character going and uh, the fine art painting as well. How do you start a live caricature? When I have a customer sit for me, ideally, I just take that first two to five seconds to just get an impression of them. And, um, you know, you don't have to like just stop and stare at them, but just be aware of what what their vibe is. Are they, are they quiet? Are they loud? Are they colorful? Are they monochromatic? Are they, um, you know, round or square? And just the... Those, those first impressions are just to be conscious of that right at the beginning and what you're going to exaggerate, what you're going to push, I think is, is really important. Um, and then as I go into the sketch, uh, you know, if, if the center of the face is really um, key, then I'll start in the middle, start with the nose or mouth or eyes. But uh, face shape is also really important. So um, there are a lot of times I'll start with the with sort of the outside of the face. And I like to do just a really quick, uh, it's not even a pre-sketch, but just a really quick, like five second, 10 second, just little gesture to kind of set my mind and, and go into it. Uh, and then it's just a matter of kind of uh, working through the sketch, making them chuckle, uh, you know, getting to know them more and, and you know, as as the, that moment unfolds, just kind of trying to include as much as you can. How did you find your style? So I think you find your style, something that's, that's just you and unique for you by copying and by trial and error. So you're gonna be around a lot of artists, most of them will be better than you. And it's important to pick up on what are they doing? You know, is their line quality smooth? Is it um, rigid? Do you like that? Or is their coloring great? You know, picking up all these little things from other artists um, and then doing master copies of caricatures you like. You know, Manny, when I first met Manny, he had a book of caricature that he just loved and he was studying all those. And uh, I think that's a great example of just, um, what do you like? you know, and then slowly incorporate that into your sketch. And the trial and error, the trial is more fun than the error, right? You're gonna, you're gonna have bloopers, you're gonna have awkward sketches. So being able to, um, you know, know when is appropriate to, um, to try things, and when it's appropriate, more appropriate to, you know, if you've got a line, like, hey, I'm just, I, I gotta, speed sketch these out or whatever you know doing that but but also having that having that experimentation time is really important how do you sell your work without selling your soul 
so I think the question of authenticity is important. Um, artist integrity, maybe. Do you do you cater to the customer, or is it just a matter of um, I'm going to do whatever I want? You know, I know some artists have that philosophy that I'm the artist. I'm going to do whatever I want. And in the retail environment, of course, um, that doesn't always work out. You know, they're coming to you for a product. They expect a certain th thing, whether that's goofy or whether that's um, just kind of cute and cartoony. Uh, and it's important to, I, I, my philosophy is it's important to um, kind of gauge where they are and uh, 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 adjust your, you know, what might be authentic for you. And uh, so I think there's a range of authenticity. There's, um, uh, you know, the same car can go five miles an hour or 80 miles an hour. So it's just a matter of, um, you know, adjusting that. But I do think it's important to be uh, as authentic as possible with the customer and to say, hey, I, I've got a range of stuff that I can do. Um, are you looking for something crazy? You want me to go all out? Or, you know, is this your first caricature and you kind of want to tone it down or whatever, just to kind of gauge where they're at. Do you have any warnings about getting into an art career? I would warn you that you're going to be bored. You're gonna come across some point in your career where it's just gonna be boring. And at that point, I would say, hold on, it's about to get exciting. When you're bored, that means you're about to grow. And, um, you know, if, uh, if, if you reach that block, you know, a lot of people just kind of stop out or, or, or drop out. But that means also that you're about to do something new. Um, so uh, I, would, I would also say that um, financially, it doesn't always work out. So you don't have to do art full time to be an artist. So if you have to support yourself another way, um, you know, when I was first starting out, I worked at Starbucks alongside caricatures and I, you know, I did lots of different things. And, uh, I think, I think that's okay. You know, just, uh, up to your expectations. Um, but I would say, uh, it's, it's going to be hard. There are times that are going to be hard, but, um, that's when it's important to think about fun and just the importance of having having fun and doing something different to change it up. What are the top two things to artistic mastery? Top two things that you need to master a craft, I think, are one, commitment. You have to commit, and it sounds basic, but uh, you know, I've been doing caricatures for 20 years. I would have been a lot better faster if I would have committed instead of sort of wander around. I think I could have been good within five years and maybe great within 10. Um, but, uh, you know, I, th I think you have to commit. Um, but the second thing is, is uh, even uh, more important is you've got to have fun. It's not going to be sustainable if you're not having a good time. So really making sure that um, you do the art that you're passionate about while you're doing the art that's making your living is, a, is key. My name is Tony Sabota and I'm an artist in Nashville, Tennessee. You can follow my 
Instagram account at Tony Sabota, T-O-N-Y-S-O-B-O-T-A. Or if you just want to follow my uh, caricature feed, that is Botaface, B-O-T-A-F-A-C-E. Thanks.